good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Depending on where you may be in the world on today, we thank you for tuning in to the Being Love in Action podcast. And I am your host, Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. And we invite you on today to share with us while we walk through one of the most love-inspired texts of the Bible, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 8. So we encourage you, to pull out your journals, fill your coffee and teacups, sip your water, and listen with an open heart and mind while being inspired, empowered, and even challenged as we share through the gospel of Jesus Christ what it means to being love in action. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am so grateful and thankful for you who are tuning with us on today. We appreciate that you come back week after week to be part of what God is doing through this ministry. I want to also say to you that I pray that this day it is morning here where I am. And I just pray for those who are in the morning time that this day will bring you many great accomplishments, many great works and many great blessings. Amen. And wherever you may be, maybe it's not morning, maybe it's afternoon, evening, or even nighttime. I just pray that God's hand is upon your life and that you walk in the very fullness of God. Amen. Listen, I am excited because this week we're back on the, uh, the teaching that we're doing on what love is. Amen. And we're still on verse five in first Corinthians verses, uh, first Corinthians 13 chapter fifth verse is where we're on. And we're talking about this week. We're looking at when the word of God says in first Corinthians 13 and five love, it keeps no records of wrong. And you know, it, this is one of those ones that, um, when I begin to prepare and share, uh, prepare to share this teaching with you guys, you know, I said, okay, God, how do we look at the, the, the love keeps no record of wrongs? Because the, the ideology that we have been fed over and over, and, and I want to look at, you know, uh, how we look at that concept. You know, what is the mindset? What is the heart and how the body responds when we think of love keeps no record of wrongs? And we know what I like to do is use the characters from the Bible in their lives, in their experiences to demonstrate many of the word of God and how they were able to daily live it in action. Remember, this is a a ministry where we talk about love and the life application of that thing. How do we look at it on a daily basis? And today, who's up is Jesus. Listen, we can use Jesus to demonstrate his life, can use his life to demonstrate so many aspects of love and the active voice of that thing. And on today, I'm going to look at Jesus and his his um, his mindset. I'm going to look at his we're going to look at his mindset, his heart and then his actions. Amen. And we're going to try to get this done pretty quickly. It's not going to be extensive, but I'm going to give you an overview just so that you can take this tidbit and, and allow it to just really begin to transform your heart and mind as you walk as we walk through life every day. Amen. 
When we think about love and, and it keeps no record of wrongs, as Paul was was teaching the church of Corinth, the people on how to love and what that means. You know, he was he wanted them to understand that this has to be part of who they are. Remember, this is an early church and these are were people who came from a pagan religion, a pagan mindset. And so the ideology of Christ in his teachings, he was trying to get them to understand really what that embodied. And so here, what I love about this, this text was that Paul wanted to give them the life application. And so when he says that it keeps no record of wrongs, you know, we many times will immediately, I think, come to the thought of forgiveness. And I think that's a a good place to start because forgiveness, I would like to say it is a, a, an in initial mindset. But what I want us to also understand is that in our human condition and nature of, of humanity, it is not logical for us to say that forgiveness coincides with forgetting because that's not possible. And I know that's many times what we've been taught, but it's not. It is a purpose thing. You could never forget tragedy. You can never forget happiness unless there is something that happens to the brain, unfortunately, that causes you to forget. But it is a purpose thought when we think about forgetting something, but it's not natural. And it is not something I believe that Paul was trying to get them to understand. And I know that many people may say, well, you can't truly forgive unless you forget. That's impossible. That is impossible to forget when someone harms you, when someone hurts you, the tragedy of that thing. What we can do is have a mindset to accept, first of all, I want to look at forgiveness again. We're looking at Jesus and we're going to look at Jesus in his walk from in his in his ministry and how forgiveness played a part initially. Listen, Jesus had to remember he was the deity. He was the son of God. So he already knew what was going to happen. So going into something unlike us, sometimes we can if. If God has given us the gifting of discernment or maybe it's something natural, it may not necessarily be anything, a spiritual thing. But the Bible tells us for those of us who are believers, we're not to all, we're supposed to look at things in a spirit from a spiritual perspective more than a worldly perspective. That should be our mindset. It doesn't mean that we are not obvious and aware of what's happening around us in the natural in the in from the worldly perspective. But we must also have that spiritual mindset in everything because we need to be seeing what is God saying in this situation. So when we talk about keeping no record of wrongs, I want us to look at forgiveness. Right. Because I think that's something naturally we begin to think about. And I think that with Jesus, his mindset from the very beginning of his ministry was that he had to have in mindset that he loved his people and that he was forgiveness was the mindset of Jesus Christ. I am forgiving these people. I am forgiving the people that my father created in his image because they know not what they do. Remember that even on the cross, he said that initially when they were crucifying him in our own lives. We have to understand and we're talking about from coming from a place of being hurt, uh, 
broken where someone has inflicted and sometimes inflicted harm to us. And sometimes it was a choice that we allowed them to. We got into a situation that we know we did wrong. You know, we 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 allowed someone into our lives that we know were not good for us. Right. Or we made a decision to connect to someone, whether it's personal, whether it's business that we know was not a good thing. And so there was a consequence. Right. And so sometimes we got to be careful to own up to what we did or our part. And then when we do something like that, we have to sometimes forgive ourselves initially. Right. We forgive ourselves for saying, you know what? Again, we're talking about the mindset. We have the purpose in our minds to say, you know what? I forgive myself. I messed up. I did this thing. Now let me move forward. Or we can say when someone does us a wrong, hey, they, 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 they hurt me. You know, you know, especially when something is done to um, our, to us or to one of our loved ones, whether it's, you know, a criminal act, whether it is uh, uh, an act that was done verbally, you know, or physically, you know, or even emotionally when someone has done us something and then we can say, I forgive you. It is it is a mindset that we must have first. And like I said, many times we have to forgive ourselves. So going into the ideology of what Christ did for humanity with giving us eternal life. He had to initially have a mindset that I am going to forgive the people of God, even though they don't deserve it, even though they don't even understand what they are doing. They don't even understand that they are are crucifying me. And all I came to do was give them life. I never did anything wrong to them. Remember, you don't have to do anything wrong for someone to wrong you. Sometimes people just don't like you. And as believers, we got to understand that every moment is not a kumbaya moment. Everyone is not going to like you. They're not going to like the message of Christ. Jesus never ran behind anyone to accept the gospel. Amen. He didn't. He gave them an opportunity. God gives us a free will. So forgiveness is part of that free will. It is a mindset. I'm going to forgive you and and I'm going to forgive myself. And Jesus's mindset from the beginning was, hey, this is my people, my father's people. So they are my people and I have an assignment. And having an assignment is understanding through your mindset that this is something that I must do. Amen. So we looked at forgiveness, right? As part of keeping no record of wrongs, the mindset has to initially be, I'm purposing to forgive. I am purposely to, to keep no record of that thing that either I did to someone or that someone did to me. Amen. And then the next one I'm, I want us to look at is exoneration. So all of these words are interchangeable. They're synonyms. Okay. So I want you to understand, but I like even in, in synonyms, sometimes we got to study those words and what they really mean. So forgiveness means to um, forgiveness means to just literally uh, shown. It, it's a, a compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone. Amen. It, it, it is. And when I, I read the definition, I loved it because it used it gave me some of the words that I'm going to use. The second part I want us to look at when how to keep no records of wrong is exonerate. 
exoneration, which is the action. No, I'm sorry. That's the third one. Let's look at mercy. Mercy is the heart, right? Mercy. So first you have to have a mindset. You have to have a mindset to forgive. And then you have to have a heart of compassion. And mercy is sim- the meaning of mercy is having compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone who is within one's power to punish or harm. I'm like, I want you to catch that again. It is a heart issue. It is the compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom is within one's power to punish or harm. Jesus' heart was one of mercy. Even as the people chanted on Palm Sunday, Hosanna, and then turn around and said, crucify him. Yeah, they, they, they initially celebrated him and then they turned around and plotted to kill him. Do you understand that having a heart of compassion is part of what you must have in order to keep no records of wrongdoing that someone did to you or what you did to someone? But we're talking about more from the perspective of someone doing harm to you or wrong to you. Remember, we're talking about what love is and it keeps no records of wrongs. If your heart is not one that is filled with compassion towards someone who has wronged you and watch this. Now you're in a position and you have the power and authority to punish or harm them, whether it's on your job and you're a supervisor and you say, you know what? I remember before I became a supervisor, this person, you know, always tried to get me fired or, or did some ugly things to them. So now I'm in a position where I can do something to them. It says it keeps no records of wrong. You have to have a heart of mercy. Your spouse hurt you. And now are your fiance, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know, your best friend, one of your family members. You know, when we start talking about people that we love, they have the opportunity because our heart has been exposed to them to hurt us. And then you get in a position where you've said I forgave you, but, but, but really in your heart, you never did. And you were waiting for an opportunity to retaliate and hurt them back. That's not love. Remember, we're looking at the life application of, of these, of this thing. It keeps no record of wrongs. So Jesus let us know how he responded to the people of God. His heart from the very beginning was one of compassion or forgiveness. How could he go into bringing salvation to a world without having a heart filled with compassion for the people that he knew would eventually plot to kill him? And listen, I'm not saying that we have to. We'll never have the the capacity that Jesus Christ had to show compassion. But we can use him as a model. Remember, as Christians, we are using the the word of God and the lives of Jesus, the life of Christ to be more like him. That's why we are Christians, Christ shuns. We are Christ followers. Amen. 
So the th the second thing, remember, was mercy. First thing, forgiveness. It is a mindset. Uh, and then mercy. It is the heart. It is how we show compassion in order to be able to, to not keep records of wrongs. But here is the third one. And this is the one that I just want to shout about. Amen. It is exoneration. It is being able to have the ability to exonerate the accuser of the one that has done wrong to you. Ooh, that's a that's a powerful word. And 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 when I look at the the definition of exoneration, it is the action of officially watch this absolving someone from blame. Wow. I want you to catch this. It did not say that they should not be blamed or that they were not the cause of the problem or, or, or that they did not commit the act or the sin. It simply says that we have the come. It, it simply says that we absolve them from the blame. Mm. When you think about that, I want you to think about the, the, the how powerful that is. So first we looked at the mindset through forgiveness. Then we looked at the heart, the way that the heart must must uh function or, or, or how we must allow our hearts to feel. And now we're talking about the action, the body language or the, the acting, the action part of how we implement this thing. Watch this. We're talking about Jesus. Jesus had a mindset to forgive us from the very beginning. He knew the road of redemption and what it would take. And not only did he had the mindset, but he had the heart. He his heart was already filled with love and compassion to be able to allow his body, the next part of the phase three of it to follow the mind, the, the, the heart and then the body must follow. Amen. I need you to catch that this morning. It was in the action of his body on Calvary. Come on, somebody. I need you to Walk with me this morning. It was on Calvary. On the cross. It was the crucifixion. The action. That Jesus brought about forgiveness of sins for salvation. It was the sentence. Watch this. That totally brought about the change. I need you to catch me this morning. It was the action that brought about the change. See, until we really, really allow our, our, our mindset, our heart, and then our body to follow the path of righteousness that God has for us, then we are able to be love in action by keeping no record of wrongs. Do you recognize that Jesus had to keep no record of wrong in order to allow his body to be nailed to the cross? He was beaten. He was bruised. He was mocked. He had every right to harm. Or to inflict pain on those who wronged him. 
but he chose because of the assignment on his life to lie on a tree of wood and be crucified for you and I. Remember when he hung on the cross, one of the first words he says was, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. My God, the mindset of Christ. Can we be like Christ on today? Can you have a mindset of forgiveness? He also, he, 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 he hung there and he had a heart of love for the very people who hollered Hosanna on one week and then the following said crucify him. In other words, can you still love when you have been wronged? See, the record of no wrongdoings is not that you forget. It is the action that you take when you know what has been done to you that is wrong. Can you allow your body to move like that of Christ. And what I'm talking about is take the high road that may lead to your crucifixion. But life comes when you take the high road of Christ and you understand that there is something more in store for you and I. See, when you take the high road, salvation is what happens. In other words, the love of Christ can be permeating through your life. So when you go to work or when you deal with your spouse or deal with your children in the grocery store with your brother and sister in Christ, you can have a, a, a mindset of forgiveness. You can have a heart of mercy and then you can have a body that exonerates them from whatever may happen. You can love in the name of Jesus. Listen, I pray that on today you will be able to walk and the life application of, of love and that it keeps no record of wrongs. Maybe you don't know Christ as Lord and Savior. I want to offer him unto you today. The word of God reminds us that we all fall short of the glory of God. We all are sinners. But on the cross, Jesus Christ gave us salvation. And, and all he says is that the word of God reminds us in Romans 10 and 9 that all we have to do is, is confess our sins. In other words, we're imperfect, that we're sinners. And turn away from living a life that will bring us death into a life that will give us eternal life through Jesus Christ. And it simply says that if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I pray that on today you were blessed. And I pray that on today, your heart, your mind, and your soul will be transformed through the word of God. I am Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. And I pray on today that you walk in the very fullness of the Lord. In Jesus' name, until we meet on next week, be blessed. God bless you.